entertainment. Alright, so how is everyone tonight? Ready for another episode of Sunday Night Metal? So today we will be doing the debut album from Flyleaf, which I believe is just self-titled. Let me double check my playlist here. Yes, it is just a self-titled record. So, I, can, I honestly, I get it and Momentum Worry com- confused sometimes just because of the fact that when I became a fan of Flyleaf, they were, both albums were already out, so I actually thought that Momentum Mori was the first album, and that Flyleaf was the second album, because, yeah, um, I never, until Flyleaf, I'd never heard of albums being named after the artist, uh, as, like, the debut, and, of course, many bands have done that, but just for whatever reason, Flyleaf was the first band that I discovered them doing this, so, um, including my favorite band, Skillet didn't realize that their self-titled record was the first, you know, I had, I had gotten into Flyleaf shortly after I got into Skillet and was still going back through Skillet's, you know, I hadn't quite completed their catalog yet, but nonetheless, uh, this album will be a, uh, fun ride. Um, wouldn't really classify it as metal, honestly, but I would classify it more as post-grunge, but the reason why I chose it is because of the fact that it does have that certain edge that most post-grunge bands don't have, especially with uh, Lacey Mosley or Lacey Stir. Uh, I don't know what she was um, known as uh, during the time of the recording of this album, um, but her screams on this album are very much outside of the normal post-grunge genre and uh, definitely push it into metal-ish territory, at least for me, in my mind. You know, the, the genre of rock is, you know, the subgenres of rock intersect so much with different bands pulling from each other and stuff, and, and you'll hear bands that are you would typically consider to be hard rock doing stuff that you would also consider to be heavy metal, and I just consider if it if it hits that itch for me of being really heavy and having that, you know, making it that, that uh, I guess, unsafe, you know, you, that you would say that you wouldn't hear this stuff on uh, your mom's Christian radio, then I consider it metal, really. That's, that's how, I, uh, how I classify my metal. But without further ado, let's get into the album. Uh, th- my name is Sir Cal. Uh, I am your host with Sunday Night Metal, episode 14, and this is Flyleaf. Alright, so the album kicks off with I'm So Sick, uh, which opens with a, uh, you know, this eerie intro into a uh, pretty loud scream from uh, Lacey, and yeah, it has a pretty catchy riff and chorus, and it's essentially, of course, you know, with as the title and lyrics would 
would indicate. It's definitely about, its theme is about exploring the brokenness of the human soul in this world. Um, and yeah, this is the song, like I was saying um, in the intro, that I would say is, you know, quote, unsafe and puts it in that metal territory. You don't hear too many standard rock bands doing songs like this. And so if you're, if you have that ear for, you know, uh, edgy, heavy stuff, this song is probably what got your attention if you're a fan of Flyleaf. Um, now, if you're a bit more moderate and like your songs inspirational, but with a bit of an edge to them, then the next song is probably what would catch your attention in Fully Alive. Um, you know, it's it's got a really easy to sing, um, you know, easy to sing chorus. It's, it's, it's got a rock edge to it without being overbearing, like say the previous song. Um, and the lyrics though are inspirational about, you know, learning to enjoy life despite its shortcomings, hence the title fully alive, um, you know, fully alive more than most are ready to smile, you know, and it's, it's about looking at someone's life and seeing your life is by no means great, but yet you enjoy it. How do you do it? And, you know, (laughs) um, and so this song was probably one of the, was actually the first flyleaf song that I ever bought. Um, or listened to because of because of that reason. It did have a edge to it, but yet it is very inspirational and upbeat. And yeah, I like I I, I like um, uh, I, I like the theme of the song for sure. Um, and then perfect is kind of continues that that tone from from fully alive into a song that you know is still mildly heavy. Uh, but it, it does, I think, take a bit, like, it does lay back a bit, um, like, each song in this three-song progression seems to get a little bit lighter, um, compared to the last one, but this song, I, I like the lyrics a lot because it's just straight up about how, you know, we can't fix our own lives, we've got to rely on God to do so, and because we just come up short every time we try to fix something on ourselves or by ourselves and we don't rely on our higher on a higher power you know namely namely uh jesus it never works out well um i can attest to this in my own personal experience you know it's like whenever i try to you know i'm a very headstrong person and I'm I'm a uh, I'm a fixer I'm a solver in that when you get me going on an issue I will keep working at it until I solve it and this can get frustrating because there are other people who just are like you know what okay you've been working on it long enough just just move on and I can't move on until it's done and of course in my own projects this leads me to sometimes just working on one tiny little issue for the longest time, even though I have other things to do. And, you know, um, so, you know, there, there's, there's that, um, you know, and, and typically in those situations, it's always like, I've found that, you know, when I let go and I'm like, all right, I can't solve this. Lord help me. I typically will find the, uh, will find the answer within like you know a short period of time afterwards and it's like mm. Mm. <laughs> so yeah uh the first three songs on this album are great so yeah 
I definitely recommend if you're not going to get the full album, at least get the first three. <laughs> All right, so the next song on the list is uh, Cassie. And it's an urgent song uh, about uh, Cassie Bernal from the Columbine shootings. And her standing, her story of standing up for her faith. And it's a really good song. And I, I really like this song a lot because it's, it's, like I said, it's got this really urgent feel to it. And everything, the lyrics are great. My only problem with it is, is after investigation, it was revealed that the story is not quite true and that it was actually another girl who actually survived um the shooting named uh Valine Chenur who who was the one asked about you know do you believe in God and her answer is yes yes I do uh, you know and she ultimately survived um now this doesn't take away from the song itself because the song um you know, and the theme of the song, because, you know, many people have died for their faith, missionaries, most notably the disciples themselves. Um, heck, he could even make uh, a case that Jesus, though he did rise again three days, ultimately died for his own cause. Um, you know, he he definitely knew what he preached <laughs> um, and, and was fully willing to, you know, uh, pay the penalty for it. And, you know... Uh, and, and, and nonetheless, these kind of stories are, are very inspiring um, to members of the faith like me to, you know, have strength when it might be called into question. And uh, another, uh, the next song on this list is uh, Sorrow. Um, and the, uh, lyrically, it, it explores, you know, finding peace in God through the turmoil and, you know, it has a really heavy intro and then a quiet verse and then a soaring chorus, this urgent bridge. And then, you know, the, the song ends with uh, uh, another scream from, from Lacey, you know, um, it, it, that pretty much wraps up the song. Um, so it does, it kind of builds as the song goes on, which I, I really like. I'm Sorry is probably most complicated song lyrically for me because I can't seem to make out what it's about um it could be about abuse and the the standard interpretation that I could find is you know oh it's about uh about abuse but coming from the perspective of forgiveness to that person and then understanding where that person was coming from that they are a flawed human who has their own struggles and that you know not all abusers are just mean people. Sometimes abusers, you know, are people who are going through their own struggles who lash out and realize that, you know, they understand what they're doing is wrong and just, they, they, they just snap or something. And it's coming from that perspective of forgiveness and healing with those kind of people um, and trying to help them. Now, another... And again, this is all hearsay. I couldn't really find an, a definitive meaning on what the song is about. But the hearsay is that it might also be about, you know, the singer losing a cousin at the age of 10 years old, like the, um, like the, like it says in the lyrics at one point. Uh, and you can kind of make the lyrics fit that. But again, I don't even know if, 
if Lacey lost a cousin when her cousin was 10. Uh, I don't know, this was all hearsay. I couldn't really find any definitive, you know, from the band, this is what the song means, so it's all hearsay. It's a good song, for, um, but I just wish I had definitive understanding of what this song was coming from. And maybe that maybe that's just one of those things that that Lacey would just leave up to interpretation because some bands are like that. Um, and then of course there's All Around Me, um, which is the 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 Christian hit um, on this song. This is the song that if you listen to, you know, Air One Radio or K Love you know, whatever, around the time this album came out, and even well after. I remember, you know, getting into this band around the time that the third album was uh, coming out in, I think, 2012 or so. Um, and, and like, yeah, maybe, I don't remember, honestly, when their third album was coming out. And, you know, I just remember that their first two albums had already come out and All Around Me was still a song that got played regularly when I was listening to Air One. So All Around Me, it, and it's somewhat of a worship song. Uh, it's definitely a, the first softer song on this record, I think. Um, the lyrics are fantastic, though. And the the chorus is really easy to sing along to, which I think is why uh, combined with the lyrics, why it was such a massive hit. Um, and interestingly enough, this song was also covered by David Crowder Band on one of, uh, their albums. Uh, apparently the story goes that he, you know, the Crowder, um, met, uh, met Lacey at a, uh, festival or something, and they talked, and she gave him, uh, the CD, and then he was completely shocked when he heard, uh, the, the first song, um, that it would come from, you know, I think in his, his own words was someone so small or something like that, um, because Lacey is, I think, kind of a short person, (laughs) um, I, I have that in common with her, um, but when he got to this song, it really hit a note with him, and so he ended up recording his own version of it, which I think is really cool. So probably um, probably within the next couple of episodes that I do, once Metallica is over, <laughs> um, I'll probably play the David Crowder version of this song just because I think it's really nice. Um, but yeah, so that wraps up uh, this segment here of me talking about this album. And uh, But yeah it's these are this is honestly a really solid album for a a uh for a band in the christian market to make a name for themselves like you can see why flyleaf you know became a uh household band or yeah household name pretty quickly after this album because there's not really a bad song on this album which you can't say for most soft or for most um beginning bands on their first record so yeah all right so the next song is red sam faster uh which has a faster paced opening but then a quiet verse and soaring chorus uh the lyrics seem to be about finding 
uh, that you know, finding the truth, which is Jesus in the pain. You know, going through the pain, searching for the truth, and then finding Jesus as the truth is. I mean, especially since I think the lyrics are in the bridge. Um, let me make sure I'm remembering the right song here. Um, Red Sam lyrics, but I think I think the bridge has lyrics that you know say yes, and I worship, and I worship. You are the truth. So um, yeah, it's a it's a pretty straightforward song uh, lyrically, anyways. Um, definitely a bit more straightforward than. Um, uh, some of the previous songs, like I talked about, um, there for you is the next song. And it, it seems to be a love song. Um, some of the lyrics, you know, seem to indicate that, um, it, you know, it's about wanting to be there for, you know, the person that you love. It is definitely a quieter song overall. Um, though it does have another soaring chorus and bridge, um, Breathe Today is another hit from this song, uh, one that I would hear played on, on Christian radio and, um, because it is, uh, an approachable song, you know, it does have a rock element to it, but it's still accessible. Um, it's upbeat, it's catchy, it's got this fast paced verse with an easy to sing chorus. And, you know, it's basically the song about, you know, you know, say, basically saying, you know, can't you see you're suffocating? You know, you're, you're, you're living, you know, in a lie, in this, in a mess, you know, embrace the truth and, you know, and breathe today. And, um, and there's an effective use of, of, uh, Lacey screaming in the, in the bridge. And then again, in, uh, the end of the song in the background, um, which really ends the song nicely. And of course, the last song, it, the last song on this album is So I Thought, which is for the first half, uh, this quiet ballad, but then it picks up in the second half and gets, you know, more, uh, you know, more energetic, not like hard rock, but just, you know, the guitars and everything, you know, get loud and, um, and the lyrics seem to be about, you know, looking back at life and seeing, you know, how, you know, looking at troubled times and seeing how, you know, Jesus guided them through. And yeah, it's definitely a great ending to this album for sure. I, uh, I really appreciate that the, that the song actually makes mention of Jesus's name at the end of seeing Jesus there. And I really like it a lot for its mention of that, since especially since Flyleaf was one of those bands that came out and kind of was in that bridge between the Christian music and mainstream music. And typically those kind of bands don't make mention of Jesus at all, um, but Flyleaf does. And it's uh, definitely a a welcome, welcome sound uh, to hear from at least in this song. So, uh, yeah, that does, I think, wrap up my discussion of this album. So, yeah, that was Flyleaf by Flyleaf. <laughs> um, what did, uh, for those of you listening along, if there were any of you listening along, what did you think? 
Um, yeah, and for those of you who have heard this uh, this album, you know, what, what was your takeaway from it? Uh, if you feel like leaving a call in, if you're on Anchor, feel free. Um, definitely will not be uh, publishing the call in on any episode right now, uh, since... <laughs> Uh, since, yeah, uh, it's a bug in the app if you're on iOS like I am. It just completely crashes the app, so, uh, not gonna try that. And, yeah, if you're listening on another podcasting, uh, platform, uh, feel free to leave a review. Uh, let me know what you think. Um, I appreciate the feedback. So, um... Yeah, just trying to think of anything else to say before I close out. And I can't. Outside of this was a really good record. I had a good time listening to it. And I hope you did too. So my name is Sir Cal. Um, This has been Sunday Night Metal on the Geek Source Entertainment Podcast. And I hope you all have a great week. Have a good one.